Good morning. Welcome to the Agent on the Poke, uh, Agent on the Go podcast. Excuse me, I haven't had my coffee yet. I'm your host, Jason Allen. I'm, a, I'm an agent with Farmers Insurance in Colleyville, Texas. We have a very special guest today. Um, I've wanted her to be on the show for quite a long time. She does a lot of entertainment in the Grapevine area. I'm trying to give you guys some clues, um, but we're going to give you the, her the proper introduction. She's originally from Fort Worth, Texas, but she currently resides in the great city of Grapevine. She is married to the ruggedly handsome and funny Russell. She runs the Grapevine Escape and Associated Murder Mysteries, which we will talk about. My guest today is the wonderful Miss Amber Sebastian. Amber, thank you for being on the show. Well, thanks. Wow, that was a that was a great introduction. You've earned the introduction. Oh my gosh, I should have you all the time. Like Jason's going to introduce me for everything. I, I can do that if you want. So. Oh, I would love that. Absolutely. So thank you for being on the show today. <laughs> yeah, no problem. This is fun. So I wanted to have you on the show for a while because you are a true business owner in the sense that you you quit a job, you started this from scratch with your husband. Um, I finally got a, a back seat to how this all works since I've been in all the escape rooms and wondering how it works. Um, but I want to I want to kind of learn a little bit more about how you got into this because this to me this when I first did an escape room for the first time it was the weirdest thing ever and I didn't understand it. Um, but I've done all the rooms. I we just did your spooky soiree which was fantastic. Thank you. So so had, I know you start off in the dental field. Yes. So how did you go from the dental field to escape rooms because they're very very different they are different they are different um so in 2013 my lovely husband decided he was going to take me to an escape room for my 40th birthday yes you can all do the math thank you i'm old um so there were only two escape rooms at the time there was one in dallas which was a zombie and that's a definite no for me. I, not, not, I don't do scary. Okay. I, I don't. I, I, yeah. As you know, my my rooms are 100% family they friendly. There's family nothing friendly. that jumps out of you. Just the is... wine vault. We're like, where's the actual wine in here? <laughs> um, so we drove all the way to Oklahoma City to do um, an escape room called Escape OKC. That's way too far, though. That is way too far. Thank you so much. So... Um, <laughs> He, uh, on the way there, he told me what we were going to be doing and I didn't know anything about escape rooms. And sometimes I can be overly dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was not happy okay. that we were driving that long to do a video game. But you knew you were going to do a video game. Well, that's what I thought, a video game. Okay. Yeah, that, I thought, oh, an escape room must be some type of dorky uh, video game that it's going to test my knowledge, which I don't have much of. And I'm going to feel stupid and um, I'm not going to like it. And this is a waste of a huge drive and it's my 40th birthday. Okay. That's the start of it. Okay. So we got in and we uh, met some friends there and uh, it was run by two college kids. And it was a room about kind of um, war bunkers, I guess, if you will. And so we, we got in there and, you know, back then, escape rooms were very, very, very low tech. It was basically just post-it notes for your clues, okay. 
a timer that they pushed, mm -hmm. you know, before they left. Uh, a lot of, there was no, nothing computerized or, you know, maglocks or Raspberry Pis or Arduinos, those things, yep. you know. So, um, so I went in there and I pretty much stood in the corner with my arms crossed for maybe the first, I would say 10 minutes because I was trying to prove that I didn't want to be there. And you were like, um, damn you, Russell, I can't <laughs> believe we did this. <laughs> you said it, I did not. <laughs> but anyway, so, um, so all of a sudden someone couldn't figure out a math puzzle. And if anybody knows me, they know math is completely 100% me. I am 100% math. Um, my dad and I used to play math games, which I don't think anybody plays you know, math games anymore. Um, so they couldn't figure out a math game. And I'm like, guys, it's simple. Let's do the math. It's da 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 And they're like, okay. And so at that moment, I was like, I opened that lock. I don't have to be as smart as I thought to do this. I could just be me to do this. Okay. And it turned a light bulb on like, this is not for small, smart people or video game people. Mm -hmm. This is for everybody. Mm -hmm. So then everybody in the room kind of had their, their expertise of what they kind of mastered. And you've got your explorer, you've got your, your note taker, you've got your leader. Um, you know, you've got all these people that, that make up a great team to play an escape room. And it doesn't matter how old they are or young they are or smart they are or educated. It's just a fun thing to do. Mm -hmm. And so we got out with 24 minutes left on the clock and I was the one who unlocked the final lock and I exploded. I mean, I was so excited. I screamed. I'm sure everybody in any of their other rooms thought, who is that crazy lady? And so the group went to the nearest bar just around the corner and Grapevine Escape was started on a napkin, okay. just like the cliche. So because you solved a puzzle, you sat down like, I'm going to open an escape room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Russell and my husband um, is... Um, is the most social IT nerd you've ever met, if that makes sense. He's very totally social, yes. very awesome. He's not one of those quiet IT people. Um, we have a lot of people with our theater, Runway Theater, um, that are smart beyond their wildest dreams with sets and how things work and, and electrical engineers that are way smarter than us. Um, and so we just decided to start making this team of smart people and come up with Grapevine Escape. That's, so that's what, so it opened in one year later, July of 2014, we opened okay. our business. And where um, did you open? Was it the same location that we are now or is it somewhere different? No, because uh, we weren't sure we really knew how to build escape rooms. Okay. We thought we did. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, we thought we did. So, um, so our good friend and still employee to this day, Sherry Etzel, came up with an idea instead of putting so much money into a big one, why don't we build travel ones first to okay. see if you could actually even do this. Mm -hmm. um, Sherry Etzel's actually our, our marketing girl too, so she's still with us, everything. Anyway, so, um, so then we built this like travel room and uh, this was when Sloan and Williams had their little location um, you know, before they got the big location, they had a smaller location. Mm -hmm. So we, we went there okay. and we showed it off mm -hmm. and we were like, okay, we, we can do this. Okay. So let's, let's start finding money. We did a Kickstarter. Okay. Remember Kickstarters? Oh, I remember it well. Oh, yes. yes, yes, yes. We did a Kickstarter and we funded. Okay. Um, so that's when we started looking for a location and started building the actual big ones. Mm -hmm. But we still to this day 
have travel ones. We have now five different themes okay. that we travel with. Um, and we open these doors November 30th, 2017. Okay. So you're about your seven-year anniversary, or oh, six-year anniversary yep, here. Yeah, I'm about to start my seventh year. Okay. Fantastic. So now you have, you have four escape rooms. Four, correct? Yeah. So Chapel was the first one we opened. She's already retired. Yes. Um, uh, we have Wine Vault. Mm -hmm. We have Focus Tech Labs, and we have Rudolph's Gift. Yes. So um, we have a lot of games already in the phases. You know, when you build a game, you got a storyline, you uh, flow charts, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. We have a lot of other games in the phases. Okay. But they haven't been implemented. Not manifested. Okay. Yeah. So of the ones that you still have currently, of the three that are active, which is your favorite? People ask me that a lot. Um, since they're my babies, like I know it's like your I, kids. I, don't I know, right? I don't know if I can pick one. Like Sophie's Choice, man. <laughs> okay. Um, I would think that my favorite room is the wine vault. Okay. And the reason is, is the wine vault has so much of an in intricate story. Mm -hmm. Russell and I spent so much time on the backstory before we even built the flowchart. Mm -hmm. Um, that I'm so proud of the backstory. Now, whether players understand how much love goes into the backstory mm -hmm. i don't know like spooky spore yes backstory was that was the best part <laughs> i love the actors especially the one that was the, the former pig farmer that became the real estate that's sherry etzel no, that's, that's, that's she was amazing she was fantastic <laughs> um but yeah i love the backstory part that was kind of like my thing when they came out and they started interacting um and then talking to us during the show and suddenly subtly giving us clues. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. They're telling us what we need to do here, people. We're being, <laughs> we are really stupid because she's like, oh, you all have my old business card. And then she walked away and I was like, why would she, like, that was weird. Why would she say that? I'm like, because she has a new card and it's obviously a clue. Um, so I love the backstory person. That's one of oh, my good, favorite parts. Yeah. Good, good. Well, we, we, Russell, Russell is an author, I think, at heart. Um, true and true, Russell is a storyteller. So there's a lot of times where, uh, you know, building the story, Russell and I go back and forth about like where the, the, the little snake legs mm -hmm. are going or octopus legs are going. Um, but it's always, it always ends up fun when we do have a good brainstorming session. So how long does it take to, from start to finish, would you say the, the idea for an escape room to the actual completion and to show it to the public? How long does it take? Um, and well, what's the I, process? I think every owner probably has a different process. Mm -hmm. um, well, we don't care about other owners. We care about you. Oh, okay. Well, I just want um, the Grapevine. No, no. There's no other escape rooms here. It's the Grapevine Escape here in Grapevine. So. Well, it like Spooky Soiree took us eight months. Okay. I think eight months from the planning to the execution. Um, I think one of these rooms, like a fully immersive room, if you want to give it the attention and the detail it deserves, it could even take longer because mm -hmm. you start with the basic storyline. Um, and then the flow chart's really important. Like you as a player, where you're going to go in the flow, mm -hmm. you can go either three ways at this point or you, yep. cause there's lots of escape rooms or some, I shouldn't say lots. That's wrong. Um, lots of escape rooms that may be linear where they know the player's going to start at a, go to B, mm -hmm. go to C, and they're going to play that game in the exact order. Mm -hmm. Um, some other escape rooms will do like this, the player starts at a, and they can choose B, C or D to mm -hmm. do next. And that puts them in different places okay. in the room. Mm -hmm. Ours are typically more like that oh, yes. style. Yes, they are. Um, 
<laughs> which is probably why it takes forever with some of these because you walk in and you're like, all right, you go over here, you go over here, you go over here. We're going to try three different areas and we're going to see which one works. I'm like, maybe we should just start with one altogether. <laughs> like all six of us do one. Six heads better than one person, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, and, and every group is different. Yes. And I love to watch the dynamics of a group because you do have groups, like you just said, mm. that will stick together like they're almost stuck around a rubber band. Yes. Like they move like mm -hmm. they're stuck in a rubber band. Yep. And there's other groups that look like little ants and in the ant heel. And we're like, what are they doing? Okay, I got to watch this guy over here and I got to watch this girl over here. And then and then this crazy one just got in the lock. How did yes. they get that? You know? Um, so it is, it is crazy to kind of watch each team's dynamics, mm -hmm. each team... And this is a great lesson for kids not to prejudge people too, because sometimes my kids, and when I say my kids, my employees, because mm -hmm. your children are young, yeah, maybe still. Um, sometimes they'll come back and they'll go, "Oh my God, this is going to be a really bad room," blah blah blah, and all of a sudden, you know, ten minutes into, they're like, "I was so wrong. I judge these people, and this is wrong," <laughs> or the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. People will come in and say, I've done a hundred escape rooms and I don't want any clues at all. And then you're like, good, this is going to be an easy room. I'll just watch and enjoy the mm -hmm. show. And then you're like, seriously, oh. yeah. you've done a hundred? <laughs> like, where did you do these hundred? Mm -hmm. You know? So you never know. You can't prejudge mm -hmm. any groups. And people can change groups too. Like they can start out a little rough and then all of a sudden, I think their brain goes, oh, okay, I know what I'm doing. Let's let's get into this. Yep. And then they'll totally change. So if you overclue them at the beginning, mm -hmm. it's going to be trouble for you. Yeah. Or if you underclue them at the beginning and they stay like that the whole room, you've got another room coming in. You need to. Yeah. You got to push this along. Yeah. Yeah. And some people will be like, I don't want any clues. I'm like, okay. Nope. I want all the clues possible. I want. Yeah. Well, that's just smart. Just lay it out for me because I'm not that bright. Yeah. It's, it, there's some players that really take really smart um you know tactics mm -hmm. they talk out loud mm -hmm. like talking out loud is number one how yes. to su be successful in an mm -hmm. escape room we see this every day you and i are doing an escape room mm -hmm. and you've got something that goes with my puzzle and i've got the other piece that goes with your puzzle but we're not talking yes and guess what we can't do we can't yes, solve, solve that puzzle, puzzle. <laughs> right so we always go talk to your teammates yes. see if they've got something that makes sense with yours and then they don't talk and i'm like okay i can't lay it out anymore <laughs> yeah yeah I, I, yeah you know because like somebody will be holding the fruit basket and somebody will hold, be holding the apple and they won't say anything yes okay you know just talk yes. out loud talk out loud let everyone know so how many employees do you have now i have 10 i have 10 i am blessed with 10 10 babies 10 yes i have a fantastic general manager named ron um, you probably saw a lot of reviews from him. He's enthusiastic. He's worked in the escape room business before he came here. Okay. Um, in New Jersey and LA. Go New Jersey. Oh my God. Can you believe that? Um, so he's, uh, he's our main like blessing. He's gotten us through a lot of, a lot of this crazy mm -hmm. times when it's, when it's really busy or whatever. So we're blessed with that. And then we have some great, uh, kids that work with us and people that have, Maybe, you know, doing part-time just to get some extra um, money. Or, like we said, Sherry Etzel. Who's been with you forever. <laughs> she still works there and still runs the game sometimes. Yeah. So you never know. I mean, we're just really, really blessed. And then Russell and I are still, I'm, I'm more than full-time here. And you're, I mean, you're like double-time here. So, so you and Russell are running the whole thing. You're, you're 
planned this. You on a bar napkin, you open it up about seven or eight years ago. How has the business evolved over the time that you start on a bar napkin to now? That's a really good question. Um, uh, so, so escape room started, you know, over in China, Japan area in 2012, when they jumped the pond, they kind of got really popular in Nashville, 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 in my opinion, would still be kind of the U S capital of okay. escape rooms. So yeah, we, we've gone a lot as an escape room company because you know, it used to be, like I said, post-it notes mm -hmm. and garage sale furniture. Mm -hmm. And now you need to impress your players by sets, like theatrical sets, immerse them into the um, experience. Uh, when you walk into a space shuttle, you, you want it to be a space shuttle. Mm -hmm. um, so escape room owners have, have had to be better about making sure a 1920s typewriter is not in a futuristic, <laughs> you know, or vice versa. Yep. If you're supposed to be in 1920, you're not going to use a clue that's a cell phone clue. Yeah. So back then, you know, when they first started, I think everybody had a lot more, oh, it's just a game. Let's go play. And now they're like, well, that wouldn't fit. You know? Um, the, <laughs> Everyone's a critic now. Yes. And the, the locks have changed. It's mm. not just your average locks that you buy at Home Depot or Lowe's. You need to have, you know, magnet locks. Like, mm. I'm sure you guys all know, like, a magnet holds and then you release the magnet and it opens up a door yep. or a cabinet or a drawer. You know, there's a lot of programming that goes into escape rooms now, like in our Rudolph's gift, um, you know, the, the, you know, the animated characters mm -hmm. in Rudolph's gift, the AI now mm -hmm. that's been incorporated into the focus tech labs and the Rudolph's. Yeah. We had to keep up with what people were talking about. Mm -hmm. um, and it's fun to do the AI because I mean, you get to talk like Mrs. Claus. How often do you get to do that in your <laughs> that life? That is true. You know, so I can tell people, oh, Jason, you made the nice list. Good boy. You know, and it's <laughs> Mrs. Claus telling you that. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's like, and, and now we've evolved into escape rooms and murder mystery combination. Mm -hmm. As far as we know, we're the only second um, group in the United States that's ever tried that. Okay. We just had a wonderful conversation with the only other one, to our knowledge, that's ever done that. She's in Tennessee, Dan, Tennessee. Yep. Um, and she's been doing it uh, for a couple years now. And she said it's it's the next it's the next version of murder mysteries. Okay. It's the next version of escape rooms. So um, so Spooky Soiree answered a lot of questions for us. I think it was like, can we? Can we? Can we? Oh we can yeah, this. yeah. Yes. So how did you come up with the mystery boxes? So for all of you that don't know, so Spooky Soiree, why don't you tell us about Spooky Soiree since you were such a, a big part of it? Well, um, during COVID, when we were shut down, um, we had to come up with some way to stay alive. So since we had wonderful actors and wonderful people that were just creative all around us, we came up with online mysteries mm -hmm. where you performed these murder mysteries online Zoom. So these companies could have something else besides just working on Zoom or doing social happy hours on mm -hmm. Zoom. And they were really, they, they did well. Mm -hmm. they, they did really well. So after COVID, you know, I, we had an idea. Our good friend Cass Clements went to Miami and said that she saw a murder mystery that was broken up into these windows of this shopping center. And, of course, my head just spins, like, how can we do this? So when I did professional murder mysteries with the murder mystery players of Dallas, um, we did what's called a library show, which we moved the audience around to interview the suspects instead of making a typical murder mystery. 
So we got with the Parks and Rec, and we came up with Mystery in the Park. Yes, and which you won award for. Yes, yes, yes. And so now the next one is April 27th, I think. So mark yep. your calendars. So we started doing Murder Mysteries. So then I started getting an acting troupe. And then actors were like, hey, I heard this is really fun. I want to be part of your acting troupe. Mm -hmm. So then that kind of evolved in the acting troupe. And so Russell's like, hey, why don't we combine a murder mystery and an escape room together? And so we had the idea. Remember I told you there's like 8,000 ideas yep. like in the, mm -hmm. in the little swimming pools or whatever. And all of a sudden when the Grapevine Young Professionals came up and said, we want to do something that's totally different. We want to have like a spooky soiree. Russell and I totally jumped on it and said, I think it should be a murder mystery and an escape room combined. Yeah. They were like, done. And then Russell and I were like, oh my gosh, okay. Now we got to come up with an idea. Yes. So uh, Spooky Soiree was, uh, was born. Mm -hmm. um, and Spooky Soiree, I think, is going to be, just be the name of the event each year, if I understand correctly. So now, now that we've made that show, that show is going to get a new name. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So it was a murder mystery. Where in the first act, you have the typical murder mystery where you're learning the story, mm -hmm. you're learning the death or yep. what surrounded the death, whether it's a cold case or a live death mm -hmm. or whatever. And then, um, and then instead of busting out in second act to interview suspects, we put in a box. So people have to do an escape room, but mm -hmm. part of their clues are the actors mm -hmm. so you have to know at what part of the box do you have to ask the actor for that part just like you said you know the business card yes yes that's we had to incorporate clues that were normally in an escape room in the escape room mm -hmm. exteriorly of the uh, of the escape room don't even think that's a real word hey, close enough that's right whatever <laughs> yeah and so then it has to be interactive with the with the actors and then there were acting little parts where they'd stop everything so you could hear the actors. So if you were behind in your mm -hmm. box, yep. you basically got exactly what you were supposed to do next yes. in the clues. And then, then you come back and then you reveal the, the, the killer. Yes. And it was, it was an amazing uh, journey. Mm -hmm. It was an amazing journey. And the grapevine young professionals in the chamber made it so smooth for us to be on this creative, you know, wavelength of like, like, okay, you guys, we trust you. We know you can create a story. Mm -hmm. They kind of helped us come up with the original, you know, like idea. Okay. And then we'd send them, hey, we have this thought. And they'd say, you know, yeah, that sounds good. And stuff yep. like that. So it was a great, it was a great combination. It was fantastic. But so my main question for all these escape rooms, how do you come up with the idea? How do you come up with the story? Smart people like you. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it's from everybody else around us because Probably one out of three customers will come in mm. and they'll say, you know what I've always wanted to see? Okay. And if Russell and I are in the lobby, you should see it. We can't even speak because yeah. our wheels are turning so much. Okay. Because we're like, ah. and if they really do have something that I've never heard of before, it makes my wheels spin worse. Like if they come in and say, oh, I'd love to have a prison break. Like done a million of those. Yeah. That's not interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So um, in which there's a lot of good prison break escape rooms out there. So, Hey, good for them. But, um, but those aren't the, really the ones that make my head spin. Um, like I, I love different ideas, like something that people wouldn't usually think of an escape room in. Like we had one that was going to the chapel. It was a chapel. It was a wedding. Mm -hmm. Like when you think of escape rooms, you don't think of a wedding. No, that is true. 
you know, or, um, or a wine vault. Mm -hmm. But the wine vault we were pretty proud of because it goes with the history of grapevine and it highlights the wineries that are local here on Main Street. Yep. So that has my heart in it. And it has some pieces of furniture from wineries that may not be still in. Okay. Like we have stuff from Sabino. I don't know if you know. I never Sabino. remember that one. Yeah. So we, you know, had some furniture from mm -hmm. their space when they uh, left Grapevine. So that one has a lot of my heart because it has a lot of mm -hmm. Grapevine, grapevine stuff yep. in it. Yeah. Gotcha. So now you're operational. You have 10 employees. You weren't a business owner before you started this. No. So what are the, the, the main things that you learned about operating a business? Um, I just, I try to run it like I used to run the dental fields with a lot of policies, a lot of procedures, a lot of clarity. Um, make my employees know that we're all in this together. Mm. Like, <laughs> you know, um, I just, I, I do it a lot like I did the dental field, I think, you know, um, I think I'm the only escape room that still does the top notch sterilizations because I came from sterilization with OSHA. Okay. So my employees know, oh no, she's not going to get rid of this, whether it's COVID or not. She's still making <laughs> us sterilize everything. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess it's just from all the experience running dental offices and having great staff there and great dentists. I don't have any bad, I don't, I didn't work for. I just didn't have any bad stories. It's, mm -hmm. it's all good. And so I just kind of run this like I run the <laughs> <laughs> That makes sense. But yeah, so obviously it's a lot of fun. You guys, yeah. basically, big brother, you get to watch people. You get to make fun of us, I'm sure. I'm sure you made fun of me several times in your <laughs> game rooms. Um, but it's not all fun running a business. What, you know, what is not fun about running this business? Because I imagine most of your 90% of the time, it's probably fantastic. You have a lot of fun. You get to interact with people. You guys make some very snarky, snide comments when people are in the game rooms and we ask for hints. Um, but what's what What do you not like about the business? Or what would you change about the business if you could? Um, wow. Uh, you know, I wish I had more hours to give to the employees because it's so hard. I have to live on the... Um, I have to live on the unknowingness. And I guess I'm not... I'm not really... I'm a planner at heart mm -hmm. so not knowing stuff is what's hard hardest for me mm -hmm. because i never know when anyone's going to book an escape room okay. so i've got to have people on call mm -hmm. and say if i get this many hoping for this many mm -hmm. i can't give my employees the hours that they deserve okay. um, and on the flip side i schedule for on calls and we're so busy and then you know it's like oh my god this is greatness guys you get you guys yeah. are are rocking it but I think that uncertainty, because I am a, I love to volunteer for things. Um, and it's really hard for me to volunteer now because I feel like I might be letting people down by saying, okay, the meeting for such and such group is at four o'clock. And like right now I could tell you, okay, I don't have a four o'clock room. Mm -hmm. I could definitely be at the meeting. But then as soon as I know it, you know, cause they go offline like mm -hmm. an hour in advance. Yep. I have to be making those phone calls at 3.30 saying, I'm so sorry, I can't, can't make, make it. it. And that's just not me because mm -hmm. I'm just not that type of person. But I've had to force myself to say to people, I want to help as much as I can, but please understand going into this that it's not me if I have to cancel, you know, cancel yeah. or not be there. So my volunteer you know, things are on a, on a different playing okay. field now. It's, it's, you know, I can't. I can't promise too much that I know I 
not, might not be able to, to maintain. I think that's the hardest thing that I have struggle bunny with um, because I just, I want to help more and I want to be on more committees and I want to be, you know, all that fun planning stuff. I used to love that at runway theater and I'm still on the, you know, the play selection there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just wish I was able to be on more gotcha. social things to plan stuff mm-hmm. and be able to really show up more. Okay. Cause I'm here, you yeah. know, I gotta be here. Exactly. We get, you know, and you never know when the bookings are going to come in, you know, <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, you can look at it at one hour and you're like, okay, have a little bit of time. Let me go ahead and mop the floors. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the front door opens. You're like, hello. And they're like, hey, can you do an escape room? I'm like, yes, okay. <laughs> you know, Please don't trip and slip on the floor. Come on in. Gotcha. So what is next on tap for you guys? So I know Rudolph, sadly, will be heading off to pasture soon. Correct? We don't know. Okay. Um, we, have about, we have about five different scripts that we're really – kind of deciding what Rudolph is going to be. Okay. Um, we, now that we have this escape room murder mystery thing, then, and we, and we have it where we're just so excited about the idea. Some of those scripts may become a new, okay. a new spooky soiree or mm-hmm. a new, yep. you know, that type of feel. Um, escape rooms are not cheap to build mm-hmm. as you probably figured out. Yep. I mean, you could make one. I think you could probably get away with building one for around twenty grand okay. if you really, really, really uh, pinch. But normally they're between thirty and fifty. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So just imagine your business right now going. <laughs> okay, can you afford to buy something for thirty no, to fifty thousand dollars? Right. I don't know. So you know, it all depends on how much um, business we get. You know, yeah. you 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 have to base all your all your spending on yep. your business too. So if, if money was not an issue, mm-hmm. money was not an issue, yep. I promise you all three of these rooms would have been the next, the next thing, the next yeah. thing, the next thing. But the good thing or the, what Russell tells everybody, and he's 100% true, is I think we need to you know, change it over when we know it stops selling. Mm-hmm. And right now... They're all selling. They're all selling, yep. yeah. We knew when Chapel was kind of going down and we were like, oh, okay, the numbers are kind of... Mm-hmm. It's 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 not paying its rent anymore. Yep. Uh, let's go ahead and you know find something else. Cut it, yeah. Uh, but these three rooms, they're holding their own. Mm-hmm. I think the most popular seller is probably the Focus Tech Labs because it it kind of um, attracts all different ages. Oh, I know. I did it twice. I did it once with adults <laughs> and once with kids. <laughs> um, the kids one was a little rough. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, that's the beauty of your business is that it's for everybody. You can be five, you can be 80 and you can still do it and have fun. And even though you've done the room before, it's weird because like, I kind of knew how the focus tech lab worked the second time when I was with my daughter and her friends, but it was still a little bit different. Cause like you said, it's not all linear. Like we did it a different way the first time. And then the second time I was like, I remember I thought this to that, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, and also I was just kind of watching a bunch of 11 year old girls run around like crazy people. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can do the rooms a couple times and it's a little bit different each time, even though the story's the same and the end results the same. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a different experience. Yeah. The focus tech labs definitely is attracted to all ages, but I want to thank you personally because you're a huge supporter of it. So that makes my heart very, very, very happy that you've 
come and come several times. So thank you. I've thank been you trained. From the bottom because, of my heart. Because my wife is big into games. So this was right up her alley. Oh, so, so you need to maybe get my travel escape room at a we birthday be, party. We, maybe. we might be doing that yeah. shortly. Um, so yeah, so it's, all, it's always a different experience. But like you said, I think when people bring their six-year-old, they're thinking that six-year-old's not going to do anything. Or they bring grandparents who are like you just said, 80 years old. And they're like, well, they'll just be here to watch the kids. Mm. That's so untrue. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times that six, seven, eight, whatever year old will say, hey, mom, I found such and such. And you know what mom will say? Uh-huh, that's, that's great. <laughs> and we will say, listen to, to yeah. Kelly or whatever her little name is. Mm -hmm. And then grandma and grandpa will walk in going, well, we're just here, just, we're just here to watch the kids. It's going to be fun. <laughs> and then all of a sudden grandpa goes, well, you know, I know how to do this crossword. So I do it every morning in the paper. You know, and then you're like, okay, grandma and grandpa yep. are, are into, into it. it. Yeah, absolutely. So what, where do you guys see yourselves in the next five years? What do you, what do you want Grapevine Escape to ultimately be? Um, if you asked my husband, my husband would probably say to expand and have like seven rooms. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so my husband would have a different answer than I. Okay. We actually have an upstairs mm -hmm. um, that we are not able to utilize right now because to build it out, to code and all that other stuff, we've gotten some quotes. And um, so if our dream really came true, we'd build what's called the attic. Okay. The attic is a little bit more of an eerier ghost story. I like it. I'm in. So it's not as family friendly, but nothing scary. It's just eerie. Okay. But it has to be where you have to go upstairs to okay. make it to the attic to finish our story out. Mm -hmm. That has been in our dreams since the day we opened this place. Okay. And if we could make that a reality somehow, move the tech room upstairs, okay. make this the first part of the attic room, and then you go up those stairs okay. because you have to solve the mystery because you're paranormal investigators. Mm, okay. So we need to find a way to make this happen. I'm I'm very intrigued. Yeah, so I, I really want to figure out if if we can make that, that would make my husband's dream of expanding. Yep. <laughs> Got it. And then um and then also like uh, I was telling my uh, like my acting troupe, I want to get them to where they know all the scripts. Mm -hmm. Um so I just basically send all the scripts of the murder mysteries out to them. And they say, hey, I can play this character, this character, so that I can start selling these murder mysteries, knowing what the availability of the actors is. Okay. Um, putting them, like, on more of a schedule where I know um, kind of what my availability is to do that. Um, and I think just continuing to create, but also reselling what we've already created. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So I think that's the, the, the vision of the next five years of Great Bon Escape. Okay. To still provide... 100% customer service mm -hmm. to still put our heart and soul in every room so that we mm -hmm. do get good reviews. Yep. We're very proud of our reviews. We don't pay anybody for reviews um, like the other. Um, <laughs> we won't talk about them. That's okay. Um, so, but you can. You can pay someone for reviews and hey, it's a, it's a business thing. So I get it. We do not. Um, so yeah, I think that I think the five-year goal would hopefully figure out some way to go upstairs um expand on our policies and procedures for the murder mystery division mm -hmm. um and still continue to bring great quality escape rooms that are family friendly to main street perfect fantastic all right now is everyone's favorite part we're doing the lightning round do you know what the lightning round is no okay 
I'm just going to ask you some random questions. Uh, okay. And you're going to answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. So don't think, just answer the question. Oh, God, I wish so we have, Russell was here. Russell well, would be better at this. Well, okay. you're going to be great because I can, I can tell. So, standard two questions. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Everyone except for one person has gotten the correct answer. So you're one for one. Is a hamburger a sandwich? We just added this question. No. Okay, excellent. Two for two. All right, now the real questions. Um, favorite sports team? <laughs> Dallas Stars. Dallas Stars. You're a huge hockey fan? I'm not a... <laughs> like, I'm not a sports fan, but that's the first that came to my mind. <laughs> I, if, if you told me, should we go to a live sports game or go to theater, you're I'm 100% picking that theater that's show. Okay. So you should have asked what my favorite play okay, or musical what is, is. What's your favorite play? My favorite play is The Boys Next Door. If you haven't seen it, please find where it's playing. Okay. Go see it. Boys Next Door. Okay, I'll remember that one. Um, favorite vacation location? Huh. Um... Well, I'm in love with cruises. I've okay. gone on 40 cruises. Okay. I got married on a boat. I got married on a cruise okay. in the Bermuda waters, which we really don't think we're even officially married. <laughs> um, Bermuda Triangle. We got married in the Bermuda Triangle. Um, so my favorite thing is anywhere a cruise can go. Okay. And I want to take more cruises and see more of the world from a boat. Okay. Uh, I love to unpack and be unpacked for... 7, 14, 21. I don't know. We have never done a cruise for that long. Obviously, we can't get away for that long. But um, anywhere a boat goes okay. is my favorite location. But the feeling that comes to mind when you ask that question, if it's lightning round, is Venice. Okay. All right. That's a good one. I haven't been there yet. That's on the list as well. Um, this is one of my favorite ones. First celebrity crush. Yeah. Jordan Knight from the New Kids on the Block. Oh, dear God. You're an NKOTB fan. And then my second one was Gene Simmons from Kiss. That is very different. Than that is very different, one. isn't it? Wow. You can tell where I was in my growing <laughs> up. Okay. Um, if you could have dinner with any two people, famous people, living or dead, who would they be? Um, Well, one is living, and okay. it would be Carol Burnett. Okay. And um, the other would probably be, I would probably do like some historian that did something major, like Albert Einstein, just to see how crazy his brain Okay. Really was mm -hmm. like somebody like that, a historian and a crazy kind of scientist inventor. Okay. Yeah. So it'd be like the entertainment part, and then, and then the, the crazy person who I wouldn't, who you wouldn't understand, who I wouldn't understand, but yeah. I would want to know, like, I want to know what was going through your mind when. Gotcha. Okay. Like, what was your thought process when? That's a good one. I like that. Okay. Final question: You are stranded on a deserted island. You have every all the simple things you need to survive. You can get water, you can get food, you can make fire, you can find shelter. What one thing would you need to survive living there for a year by yourself? A boat. Boat. Okay. <laughs> that was very quick. To go somewhere else go and go somewhere fishing. Else. Okay. Then go fishing and go somewhere else. <laughs> and go back to my stranded island. Perfect. All right. Boat. Well, that's the end of the lightning round. So, Amber, where can people find you? Where can people find out about more about the great Vine Escape and so they can come and tour your wonderful escape rooms.
So we are located at 160 North Main Street in beautiful downtown Grapevine. We are by the British Emporium in the LA Burger and Sauce on that little shopping center, which is called North Main Shopping Center. Um, we have a website called thegrapevineescape.com. Um, you can always call us. We answer the phone 24 hours a day. And yes, that usually gets answered by me or my wonderful <laughs> uh, general manager. It's 817-601-5663. And we do everything by reservation so that you get the time that you want and you get the space that you want with the people that you want. So if you want to book an escape room, you can go on our website, pick a showtime, pick a room. The rooms all have little trailer videos. Um, and then we would love to have you here and entertain you and give you the best escape room experience we could. Perfect. Well, Amber, thank you so much for being on the show. This was great. It was a long time coming. I learned a lot and I hope you enjoyed it and hopefully you'll be on again. Oh, thank you so much. You're wonderful. Perfect. Well, thank you everybody for joining us this week. Um, we'll talk to you guys soon with another great guest. Take care.